believe I can't sleep. It's time to listen to Courtney at last on the ramblings of an insomniac podcast. Well, hello. Hello, everybody. If you are there, this is, and still listening, this is the ramblings of an insomniac episode 26. I am Courtney Perry. If you are still listening, why? I'm just kidding. I don't mean why in a bad way. I mean why as in I have given you no reason to do so. And yet, if you saw that I did another episode and you chose to listen and still yet again give me another chance I do not even know how to thank you. I am genuinely grateful and it means the world to me. I say that a lot and I don't mean to say it so much that it probably sounds like I'm not being genuine. I am. I'm just weird about, um, you know, when anyone does anything for me, it means a lot to me. So thank you. If you are still listening, I appreciate it more than I can say in words because clearly I suck at putting things into words, as we have all gathered by now, which is why I'm going to kind of start right off with, um, again, this is episode 26 of The Ramblings of an Insomniac. I am Courtney Perry, and I'm going to kind of start right off like I always do with um, not any kind of excuse, not anything, just to say that when I first started this podcast, when I first had the idea of starting a podcast, I was incredibly nervous and scared and anxious. And like I described in the first episode, it made me sweat and I would like pace around and it just, I wasn't, it just really was um, anxiety ridden. Um, It gave me a lot of anxiety. And so, but when I did it, I was really proud of myself. And for me, that was a gigantic, huge first step. And then for me to do, you know, two and three and four, and it was so much for me. It meant like, for me, I was accomplishing more than I ever thought I would. And it doesn't seem like a lot. And I know it doesn't sound like anything. Um, but to anybody that has anxiety or struggles with just um, the fear of just I don't know, talking about your feelings and stuff and talking about things that are going on in your life. And again, I didn't want to do this podcast to be like therapy for me and you don't dumping all of my dirty laundry onto the world. That's not why I wanted to do this. It wasn't like a therapy session so that everybody could listen to my problems. That's not it at all. Because again, it was genuinely because I have so many things that keep me up in the middle of the night and I have such great insomnia and it stems from a lot of just random weird nonsense that goes through my brain. And sometimes that nonsense is just nonsense. And sometimes it's happy stuff and good stuff and positive stuff. And sometimes it's scary, dark, weird stuff. And other times it's anxiety ridden stuff. And so again, by no means did I want to do this so that I could start airing all of my problems and sharing the world every single bit of my life. That wasn't it. It was just that forever since I was young, people have 
um, said that I talk a lot and, um, or that I should be a talk show host or that, or people would come up and feel comfortable talking to me. And that always meant the world to me because, you know, like I, again, like I've said, people fascinate me and I like knowing what makes them tick. That's why my favorite things are um, biographies. I don't like to read much, but when I do, I want it to be things like biographies and, you know, um, nonfiction. Um, I just like to understand where people are coming from. So anyways, I digress like I do when I'm exhausted. But the point is I started this and I wanted to do it. And for me to even do a couple of episodes, it's a big deal. And then I went for a while and I was doing a good job at recording episodes. And then I would take breaks. And then I would only record like one every other week. And then I would do several in a week. And then it was just very, very sporadic. And then I would go for a long period of time and not record again. And it was just all over the place and sporadic. And now I think I've gone, I don't know, like two months and I haven't done a podcast and here I am jumping up again, expecting people to listen. I don't expect people to listen. I'm going to rephrase. I do not ever expect anyone to listen. I just mean, you know, I, I randomly do another podcast and I'm knowing that probably nobody's listening anymore. But I kind of wanted to share my experience in case anybody's going through this. And, you know, there are so many people that talk about mental health and, um, and that is so good because I just really think the more people that talk about mental health, the sooner we can get help for people at a younger age. And I firmly believe that if we start noticing signs. And I don't mean like if your child's running around hyper, it doesn't mean they have ADHD. It also just means that, you know, maybe they don't get enough exercise or enough attention, or maybe they're just young and that's, you have a lot of energy when you're young. There's so many things. So I don't mean overdiagnosing and looking at everything and being like looking up on Google, you know, what does my child or whatever have, or what do I have? I just mean the sooner that we can find out and diagnose and start treating and however that treatment is, whether it's um, medical treatment um, via prescription medication or whether it is natural medication, whatever your route is, again, whatever that is, I just feel the sooner that we can start seeing signs of things like bipolar or schizophrenia or addiction, or if you have addiction in your family, maybe noticing if someone maybe has some addiction issues earlier and the earlier we can catch it, I feel that'll help with so many things. I think it'll start a genuine snowball reaction in a good way. And then maybe the outcome will be one day our prison systems will be a lot less crowded because I firmly believe if you have an addiction issue, prison is probably the last place that you need to be. Um, and I feel like once you've gone to prison, it's almost like you're trying to stop an avalanche, you know, with your finger with, you know, you're trying to, what is it? Plug a dam with your pinky by then it's, I'm not saying it's too far as in you can't ever get help or you can't ever recover. I don't mean that. I just mean we need to stop this as early as we can addiction and get Um, help with bipolar and depression and so many different things if we diagnose it sooner. So on that note, part of why I have not um, been doing my podcast is I've been dealing with a lot of 
um, a lot of issues with my family and um, with addiction issues my entire life. And now it is, you know, hitting home with close family again. And it's always been close family, but it's hitting home when, you know, you're a mom of a son that has addiction issues. And I'm, it's a big deal when your parents or your other family members struggle with addiction. Of course, it's a big deal from a totally different perspective. So when you're a parent and you struggle with your child having addiction issues, it's just, um, it puts a whole new spin on things. And as I said, I already feel that um, I am, you know, I have anxiety and I struggle with depression. And I'm going to be honest, I stopped taking my medication, which was ridiculous because it was helping. Um, I think I just kind of stopped caring for myself when, and I put all of my energy into others. That's not the other person's fault, obviously, at all. I'm not blaming, but that's what I do. I 100% don't put any thought into myself. And I turn my own health and needs aside for my family or my close friends or whatever. And that can be a good and a bad thing. Well, I guess it's never a good thing to turn away your own health. That's never a good thing. And so because I've done that, I have turned into such a shell of a person. I feel like I am drunk every moment. I'm not, for the record, I'm not drinking at all. I just mean I feel that way because I am so exhausted and the lack of sleep, the lack of self-care has just worn me down. I feel like I know what erosion, I don't know what a rock feels like, but I know that when water or sand or sun or just things rub together or slide together and slowly grind away at something, eventually wears that something down. And, you know, there are cliffs that, you know, the rock in them will show all of the time that has eroded them away. And it's just like slowly and slowly things can wear on you to the point where you feel like you are sand, like you've just been ground up and spit out. And I Again, I'm not blaming this on on my son because it's a disease. I'm just saying from another perspective, you want to help and you want to do so much, but it's so hard because it's also exhausting because you still have to carry on your own life. And it's hard to separate um, helping with enabling. It's hard to get that boundary. Um, It's hard to put down that boundary. So at any rate, I have, I think, spiraled into a pretty, not depressed because, you know, I still go to work and stuff, but I stopped do, I'm depressed. Yes, it's depressed. I don't know. I have a hard time saying that, but um, I was taking medication and I was feeling great and then I stopped self-care and it made a difference. I have stopped doing the things I love. I stopped going to the barn. I stopped doing my photography and I stopped being out in nature And today I just was feeling myself continuing to spiral and finding it harder and harder to get out of bed and be happy. And I, you know, I told you, I saw that video of that, um, I, I 
forgive me, I, I don't remember what branch of the military he was, but he was a military man who I respect very, very much who gave the speech about making your bed every day. And because of that man, I make my bed every day and it means the world to me that he did that video and now I feel like an asshole because I, I never even looked at the name. I was just so enamored with him and I was paying attention to what he was saying and how he was saying it and he spoke so well that... I unfortunately didn't get his name, but because of him, I did that. I got up and made my bed and I thought, well, I'm making my bed every day and I'm going to work and I'm putting my all into work and I'm still feeding my animals and I'm still showering. And, um, so I'm fine, right? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right? No, (laughs) I started realizing that like, I felt like my eye was twitching and my head's twitching to the side and I just felt myself you know, smile and wave, boys, smile and wave, and just putting on this fake smile. And then other times I definitely didn't fake it. I lost my shit over, you know, like the straw that broke the camel's back. It was, I would go along great and then one little thing and I just snapped. And that's kind of how I've been my whole life. I'm so used to being an addict's daughter and, you know, an addict's niece and an addict's cousin. And, um, you know, my mom was married so many times, you know, she had three husbands and they were all addicts. And I was used to being raised around step family that had huge parties all the time and everybody drank. And I'm not saying that everybody was an addict at all in that family, but everybody drank and I was around adults as a child, a young child, grown adults that were smoking cigarettes and drinking and getting drunk and passing out and forgetting to put out their cigarettes. And so I was the one always constantly on guard and making sure everyone's taken care of that I didn't take care of. Well, and I took care of myself on top of that. I took care of myself and took care of everybody else. And I think now that at 48, I'm finally like, well, shit, I'm, I just had a grandson I'm a grandma. That's the other thing. I've become a grandma, you guys, as of the 14th of July, and I am insanely, extraordinarily beyond happy and excited and blessed and all the things. And that's, you know, what made me go, I need to be able to enjoy my life and my being a grandma, and I want to choose what I do. I forget that I have a choice. I forget Right now, the world is full of so many rights getting taken away um, on all sides of the coin. Every side of the coin is fighting. All sides are getting things taken away and everybody's hating on everybody. And I'm just like, I just, I can't anymore, you know, and I forget that I can choose if I want to listen to it and I can choose to participate. And I think I'm just going to finally choose. Sorry, it's windy. I hope this doesn't affect everything. Um, Anyways, I'm going to choose not to participate in things that suck my soul out and take away my happy and my health, my mental and physical health. So it's been a while. I know it's been a while and I'm just going to stop saying, oh, don't worry, I'll make another um, podcast and don't worry, I'll be better at making them. Because I, again, I told everybody who has been listening And if you haven't, you can go back and listen to my podcast and you will hear me say, I'm very bad when I say things out loud. I tend not to follow through. I just genuinely am 
like Nike and I just do it. I have to just start doing it. If I put thought into things, my brain tends to fuck it up. So, um, I'm not saying, you know, oh, I'm going to do a podcast tomorrow or this many times a week or this many times a month, but I am saying that I am taking time for self-care. I am seeing things from a new perspective. Again, like I always say, photography, you look at things from all angles, all perspectives, and from a just the psychological and just the... Um, me as a human, I like to look at things from all sides, all angles, all perspectives. And now I'm looking at things from a different angle. So to those of you who saw that I had another podcast and decided, what the hell, I will turn this on. And to those of you who have never listened to me before and are finally, I don't mean finally, as in you've never listened and they got, I just mean who are like, wow, Um, I see this person on here, even though there's been huge gaps in time, but I'm going to give her a chance. Thank you. Just to everybody that decided to listen, whether it's for the first time or again, I genuinely am very thankful to you. And to those of you struggling, I just, I hope that you understand how important it is to have self-care to, you know, like they say on an airplane, you have to take care of yourself first so that you can take care of others. Because if you're dead, you can't take care of others. If you're not healthy, you can't take care of anyone else. So you've got to take care of yourself. And um, I need to, I need to do that. I need to, I need to do that. And so do you. You also need to do that. Whoever's listening, um, I don't mean put yourself first all the time, because then, you know, it's all about balance. But If you're also, if you know someone that is struggling with addiction or if you're struggling with addiction, I'm so sorry. It's such, it's such a bitch. It's, it's a bitch. And I, I don't wish that on anybody, no matter what the addiction is. Addiction is a pain in the butt to say at least to put it mildly. So I hope that you can get the care that you need in whatever fashion that is. If it's counseling, if it's natural, if it's Um, with prescription, if it's in nature, if it's all of the above, um, if it's exercise, if it's all the above, but I just hope that you do something that helps you for you. Thank you very much. And again, this is Courtney Perry and you are listening to, well, you already did listen to (laughs) the ramblings of an insomniac. Thank you. (laughs) 